Hey, thanks so much for checking out this episode of Golf Strategy School. Now, I know you're listening because you want to learn how to play better golf. But if you want to see how you compare to other golfers your age, you need to check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin. That is par, the number four, success.com slash Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. And what it will do is it will actually give you a free assessment where you can see exactly how you measure up against other people your age. And you can see where you're excelling, where you need to focus your time on. And this is an assessment, honestly, that you can take once a month just to see how you're progressing throughout your golf journey. So again, check out parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see how you measure up against other golfers your age. Do you love to play golf? Do you wish you could be a more consistent and confident player? Well, you're in the right place. This is the Golf Strategy School podcast, where we discuss specific practice strategies used by some of the best golf instructors from around the world. Here's your host, Marty Griffin. Hey, Golf Strategy School, Marty back with you here again, and today we're featuring a question from a Golf Strategy Academy member. Joshua out of Las Vegas sent an email uh, wondering, (laughs) this is, uh, I love this question, because uh, Joshua is saying that he's struggling with too many swing thoughts. He's noticing, he's noticing that he's taking too long over the ball. He mentions that been playing well recently, but run into problems where I stall over the shot. It's gotten to the point where my league members actually give me crap about how long I take over the ball. Any thoughts on how I can help move beyond this mental block? So the reason I chuckle is because I've been there and I've been there with many other students and the solution is actually rather easy. So like you said, you just get caught up. You get, for whatever reason, just hung up over a shot. Uh, for most people, it's just a thousand different swing thoughts going through their head. You know, you've got to keep my right arm tucked in and my left arm straight, and I got to go to nine o'clock and my hips got to turn. And you have all these different things going on in your head. And because you've got a thousand different swing thoughts happening, you don't efficiently execute any of them. There's some really cool brain science that's been going on. One of our past guests, he actually went through, he uses a software called Wujitech, where it actually uh, measures brainwave, brain activity, a lot like some of the other softwares that are out there during your golf swing. And what we've actually learned from this, and it's, uh, his name is Jeff Gregg, what we've learned from this is that in those moments where you have a bunch of different thoughts going on, your brain can't focus on any one of them. And so, like I said, you end up doing nothing correct. The cool thing that's been kind of discovered is that this crux of the problem is actually providing you your own solution. So you're trying to do all these different swing thoughts, trying to make that perfect swing. Well, when in reality, you need to get out of your own way. And so it's kind of odd, but what we're going to do here is we're going to fight fire with fire. So if you've got all these thoughts going through your head and you can't make a good swing, well, what we need to do is we need to occupy your brain. Jeff Gregg, like I said, he's done a lot of research using Wujitech to, to find different solutions to this. And one of my personal favorites is his solution, and it is to hum while you swing. So just make a humming noise, just hmm, and from there, 
what your brain has to do is it has to focus on making that noise. And so it gets all those swing thoughts out of your head. Now, the reason why I like this humming method so much is because it also gives you a really good sense of what type of rhythm you have for that individual swing. So if you're doing a nice even-toned hum throughout the swing, you know what? That means you've got a really smooth pace. That means that you are right on top of, of where you need to be. You're not over-exerting yourself. If you notice that there's a, a sharp pitch change in your hum, maybe you go from hmm to a hmm, that tells me, and it should indicate to you, that um, maybe you're trying to put a little too much behind this, you know, trying to hit the ball a little too hard. So it's it's an awesome drill that you can take directly onto the course when you play. You know, maybe you don't want to hum that loud. If, you're, if your buddies are giving you grief about taking too long with the ball, maybe you want to keep your humming down a bit, or you know, maybe you get your shot in first before everybody catches up with you. So that's one of the things that is, I hesitate to say revolutionary, but it's a big eye-opener for a lot of people. The other thing that we tend to see a lot of times is for people who, who struggle with all those different swing thoughts. Maybe it's not swing thoughts. Maybe it's just over-analysis. You know, you get into deciding 6-iron, maybe 7-iron. Is the wind too much in my face? Is it a club worth of elevation? All of these things. These are things that you should have already decided on, and that's a commitment issue, which we can talk about in a different episode. But when we get into these these situations where our brain's kind of overactive, again, finding another way to occupy it is crucial. So one of the things I've seen a lot of people do, and this is something that Dave Heinen mentioned in past episodes, is to actually give yourself a countdown. So if you know exactly what your pre-shot routine is, like for myself, I, uh, I take a practice swing, then I stand behind the ball, I pick out my target, I then address the ball, put the club face to that target just directly in front of the ball. One more last look down the target line, and away we go. So I have about five steps in my pre-shot routine. From making that decision in terms of what club I'm going to hit to actually executing the swing. So if that were something I were struggling with, I would verbally count it down. Five, four, three, two, one. Each time I'm I'm completing a stage of that initial process. That way my brain doesn't have time to leak in all these different directions. I've got to stick to my routine and I got to say it out loud. So it really removes any of that extraneous thought. For me, uh, five is the practice swing. Four, stand behind the ball to get the target. Three, addressing the ball. Two, last look down the fairway. One is that breath out and then I swing. So that's another way, you know, depending on what your pre-shot routine is, it can be more, it can be less. Really kind of want to keep it the shorter, the better. That way you don't have any of that time to actually drift off into different thought patterns. So again, counting down, out loud, counting down can be a big benefit to just removing all of that extraneous thought and getting your head clear so you can actually perform up to your capabilities. Because the fact of the matter is, Josh, was that You've done this before. You know, we've talked before about your game. You've got a lot of really good swings in you. You've shot a lot of really good numbers. So you already have the proof. Your body and your brain know how to do this. You just need to get all that extra crap out of the way. And to do this, use one of these two techniques. I personally like the hum because it helps me feel a little bit more uh, in tune with my rhythm. But if the hum's not working for you right away, 
go to the countdown, whether it's from five, whether it's from three, whatever you want to do. Go to your countdown with your pre-shot routine, say it out loud, and that's going to be something that can really, really elevate your in-the-moment execution. That's what we have for you today, Golf Strategy School. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Again, we're moving more towards these uh, these individual, I guess it's not Q&A necessarily, but these user-submitted questions from the Golf Strategy Academy, and we're making sure that we get all these, these answers out there to everybody. So you can see what kind of treatments all of our members get inside of the Golf Strategy Academy. That's something that you're looking to do if you want to really take your game seriously and really get up to snuff this year. You can always get more information by going to golfstrategyschool.com slash membership dash info. You can learn all about the Golf Strategy Academy there. I've got a nice short little video for you. Otherwise, uh, I encourage you to get out there, get whatever kind of practice you can, but make sure it's focused, make sure it's randomized, and make sure that you're actually getting better. So if any of you have any questions, uh, members always come first, but feel free to shoot an email my way. Marty at GolfStrategySchool.com, and I will catch everybody out there in the short grass. Cheers. All right, thanks for listening to this episode of Golf Strategy School. As always, if you want to keep it in the short grass, all you got to do is put those lessons into effect. And if you want to see exactly how you fare in terms of your physical performance to other golfers your age, head over to par4success.com slash griffin, and you'll be able to see exactly where you line up and match up with other golfers your age based off of this this free performance assessment that Chris and his team has put together. Again, that's parforsuccess.com slash Griffin to see exactly how well you line up against all their golfers your age. And I'll just drop a link to it in the show notes.